today's episode with my girlfriend, Christina, is so good. I've had her on the show before. You guys have heard from her in regards to growing your social media, social media do's and don'ts. We've touched on quite a bit of that um, in the past before. She's been a guest speaker inside the Beauty Insiders membership. She's an integral part of my social media content, uh, strategy, all the things. And her and her husband are also the producers of this podcast. So kind of without Christina, I couldn't be doing all the things that I'm doing, or at least I wouldn't be having as much fun doing them. Because in this episode, we talk a little bit about this, but entrepreneurship can seem lonely sometimes, and it doesn't have to. There are people like Christina who want to be a part of your business, who are invested in your success. Christina Bartold is the CEO of The Social Snippet, where she and the team work with small businesses and entrepreneurs to build their communities online. Christina is a passionate community builder who loves to work with businesses to use social media to make the impact they have always dreamed of. So again, I get excited for a lot of episodes, but really I'm super excited about this one because Christina is one of those people who are just so real and genuine. You feel so grateful to be able to work with them. So in this episode, we talked about quite a few things, but we really just talked a lot about how important it is to be consistent, but also how important it is to, as you grow and scale your business, if that's what you're trying to do, that you learn to trust and delegate out to other people. We talked a lot about when it's time to hire in your business, whether that is in the beauty industry or if you're trying to grow, let's say a brick and mortar or an online business, we talk about ways in which you can decide when you're ready to do that. So I hope you love this episode. It's like two girlfriends chatting over margaritas and I just really can never get enough of Christina or talk about her enough. So I hope you love this episode and enjoy. Welcome back to the show, you guys. I'm so excited because one of my dear friends and Really, I'm just gonna call her now. She wouldn't admit it, but one of my mentors uh, in this business because we all need them. Mentors need mentors, coaches need coaches. And when you find someone who genuinely gives a fuck about you and your business and your growth, you hold on to them really, really, really tight. And if at all costs, do business with them. So Christina, welcome back to the show. It's been uh, It's been a minute, but you're back now. Yes. And I'm so excited to be here. And also I think of you as such a mentor and I'm so glad you give a fuck about our business. And that's the best is when you get to do business with friends. Like that is the absolute best. You know, I have been listening to a lot of podcasts lately because I realized do what you say, girl. Like if you want to be a top level podcaster, go listen to the top level shows that inspire you to be a better interviewer, to be a better podcast host, to be a better human for God's sakes. So this week alone, I've listened to several podcasts and I've read a whole ass book in a week. I haven't done that in years. And I feel like this new level of like, I feel smarter. Hello, because I've been <laughs> ingesting positive content. Go figure. Um, but like, it's like you add so much value on your page teaching about social media and the power of growing a community and why doing social media right is so important. Um, and then you had a huge need from your current clients to expand into podcast editing and podcast managing, which you've managed to figure out how to do brilliantly because people like me, we like to not have to do that kind of hard stuff. And if I can just stay in my creative zone of genius, which is recording God knows what kind of podcast episodes, then you guys can do all the editing to make me sound awesome, smart, and professional. It's amazing. And that's the best part is that you get to talk about like what you love to talk about and like you get to inspire your people. And then we get to do what we're good at, which is the tech, right? Is like trying to figure out how to maximize it on social and like 
podcasting, and we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, Jess, is like this amazing community building tool because you get to be in people's ears. Like people are choosing you every time that they listen to your podcast because there's so many podcasts out there. So, you know, instead of listening to um, Chris and Lori Harder right now, who we both love, someone's choosing to listen to you and I speak and get that value, right? And so it's amazing that people get to, to kind of make that investment with us. So true. And it's fun because, you know, you'll listen to somebody's podcast that you love and they'll have a guest on and that introduces you to their community. And then you get introduced to somebody else. And that's the beautiful thing about, I think, why you and I are both addicted to these type of environments to learn and grow in. Because it's the exciting part is you'll never know who you're going to meet just by mm-hmm. showing up and listening or showing up and participating or, you know, like we both did investing in Fast Foundations Mastermind all the things. It's, it's such a great way to like network and grow. So you guys, if you didn't know, Christina is the CEO of the Social Snippet, where she and her team work with small businesses like myself, um, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to build their communities online. Well, also she helps build up your confidence to keep going. She left this part out. She builds up your energy to keep going. She encourages you to try different things if what you're currently doing doesn't feel in alignment anymore. She is a true cheerleader and she is a selfless leader in so many different ways. So I've gotten to, how long have I known you now? Six months? Yeah. Yeah. Eight months. No, yeah. It's been since the round before. So it's been longer than that. Since yeah, I've known a year. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we've, we've worked together now for the last several months and um, I really can say she's just so passionate about helping people build their communities and really expand their business. Um, but she is obsessed with helping you figure out social media. So it is such a hot topic. People want to know all the things. They want to know the blueprint. They want to know how to go viral. They want to know all the things. And what I've learned is you got to really be putting out good value and good content to grow no matter what, no matter who's helping you and no matter, you know, whether you're doing it yourself or whatever. So I want to kind of let you just wrap, share about, you know, where you're at in your business and what you're seeing kind of go on with your current client. Like what's the pulse right now with everybody? Well, first, I just want to say, Jess, people like you make it easy, right? Like you are not only so passionate, but you're so consistent. And like you see that in all areas of your life, right? Where you're consistent with your gym routines, where you see, if you don't follow Jess on Instagram, which I bet you do if you're at this stage of this podcast, but like you'll see Jess do her like 5 a.m. like gym routine and her little workouts and like all these things like add to the consistency of your life and you're the same in your business, right? You're consistently on social, consistently showing up for your clients. And so you make it easy. And I, and I would say we have about... 50 clients total now. And which is such a gift. I like do not take that for granted at all. And every single client has a different need, but there's something that's so common about all of them, which is that they are leveraging their communities to build their businesses. And so I am like always so like, 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 weird about when people are obsessed with virality, right? Like people are so like, I need like a million followers on Instagram. And I'm like, you can make six figures online with less than a thousand followers. I know that to be true. Um, You know, you can build multi six figure businesses with your small community, with your existing network. And so I think really loving on and leaning into your existing people is actually the way to grow because even 50 years ago, pre-social, like the way people were growing was referral. And that's no different now, 
And so your best like course of action is to love on your existing people, provide huge value for them that they'll think to themselves, hey, like if I paid for this, what would I get if I'm getting this much for free or this much from following someone? Um, and so we even see that with you, Jess. Like Jess, you provide so much value, so much mindset advice that when your book came out, it was like no brainer. Of course you're going to buy the book because I get so much from you from this free value on social that I want to engage with you in this paid way as well. And so that is, I think, the big thing that I, I'm really like preaching to people these days. One of my many soapboxes is that like focusing on your existing people, leaning into them and helping them grow. That's amazing. And it's so true. And it's so true. Even if you have, a, a, let's say, a service-based business like I did for 20 plus years, like leaning into keeping the clients that you have happy and elevating their experience is far easier than it is to try to go out and get new clients. So when you do good work with your current clients, they go out and get new clients for you. And mm -hmm. that's how you are building your business and why you have 50 clients on your book of business now, because I'm sure a lot of word of mouth, I talk about you guys all the time. I preach to the, to anyone who's talking about needing help or struggling with their social media. Um, a lot of people don't want to take it as seriously as it can be used. And so that's fine. Like it's okay to not want to do that. And there's people like you who have created agencies that have people that work for them who love to do that stuff. And that's the cool thing about getting into entrepreneurship is really leaning into your gifts and the things that do light you up and going all in on those, but also recognizing the things that don't light you up, hold you back, keep you stagnant, that you fucking are procrastinating doing, even though you, yeah. know, you know you need to do them. That's when it's time to automate those things or delegate them out or do something so they still get done in a high level way, but you're not do, you're not responsible to do it. Um, and I think if you spent enough time, which I'm sure everybody listening to this show has, especially if you're in the beauty industry, you've shown up to a certain level on social media that's gotten you to where you are. And a lot of times we think that's as good as it maybe can get. We've done all the things. Mm -hmm. But how much better could it get if you had some professional help or a different set of eyes that's like a completely different perspective of what you've been doing? Someone mm -hmm. who isn't in your business, who isn't like kind of got those goggles on is going to see things from a different lens and perhaps give you the leverage or the advantage or the different move that you need to make in order to skyrocket your business or take it to the next level or pivot or shift in a way that you've been thinking about doing. So mm. you know, that's what I've seen has been helpful for me because entrepreneurship, they say can be lonely, but I don't want to do anything alone. That's something I've learned. And I did not build any of my businesses alone. I did it with help, with mentors, mm -hmm. with counterparts, with clients, like all the, all the people. And that's how social works too. You got to be mm -hmm. social on social, right, Christina? Oh, 10,000%. And so many things there just like to address. Cause I was going to say one of the pieces that people get, I think wrong in entrepreneurship is they allow like lack of knowledge to paralyze them from doing something big, exciting, bold. Right. And oh, so even, yeah. even something like podcasts, right? Like I see this with people all the time. Actually, I'm going to call out, um, our mutual friend, Marina Middleton whose podcast launched today, which is the day we're recording, but by now well, you're listening to this and it's it's long out. And um, so Marina is is fabulous. And Marina and I were sitting at a Fast Foundations together and Chris Harder was talking about, you know, his number one regret in life, which I thought I always laugh is like, I bring this up all the time where I'm like, your biggest regret in life is that you weren't on YouTube earlier. You've got a good thing going. Um, but like <laughs> Chris is always like, oh, I wish I was on YouTube earlier. And I'm like, that can't be your regret. Like you need to go out and do some shit. Like I like that can't be a regret. Anyway, but so he said, oh, I wish I was on YouTube earlier. And Marina was like, I've been thinking about starting this podcast. And I was sitting next to her and I was like, what's the barrier on you starting a podcast? 
And she was like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, you're smart. You have an incredible audience. Like, you know, like you, ha- you're going to be a huge success. Yeah. You like, know a lot of things. So many things. Yeah. And you have an amazing network. Like you got to do this. And she was like, okay. Yeah. Like she needed that encouragement. And like in the same way, Jess, like I wouldn't go cut my own hair. Um, like I, you know, we've all been there. We went through the phase. Um, I had some really bad bangs at one point. Um, but like in that same way, I wouldn't expect a lot of people to do their own social. And so there's a few things that I think when people try to do things themselves, and I always empower people. Like I love to teach people how to do it themselves. I think if it's something you love doing, like you do, Jess, like you show up so naturally online. So everything we do for you is just like supplemental to, to your big vision, but it's just some of those little things that like we can help tweak so that we're able to, to better get your message out because when we're so in the weeds of our own business, it's so easy for us to forget that not everyone's like a hair stylist. We yep. forget that not, or actually like we shouldn't be talking to other hairstylists because that's not who's going to come for a haircut, right? Like we actually should be talking towards our clients. Like how do we change the language? And that's something I see with a lot of people where, you know, like for example, when my clients is a naturopath and I was like, oh, you should do this. And so she went in and she started writing some posts and, and I was like, well, how would you define a hormone? She's like, oh my God, like I just realized that you guys probably don't even know what a hormone is. And that like, you you know what I mean? But she was talking about it like in her scientific language. And she was like, that was such a come to earth moment where she was like, oh God, like I, I need to actually like, and I don't want to say dumb this down because it's not about that, but it's like, I need to speak to my ideal client and think about it from where they are, not where I am today. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge shift that sometimes you just can't do alone. Yeah. No, again, perspective is everything because so much expertise that anybody listening, if you think that everybody knows the things you know, you'd be very surprised to find out they probably don't know those things as well as you do. <clears throat> and we, we've we heard of hormones. We know we all have them. We know that they affect us monthly. We know that as we get older, our hormones change. I couldn't tell you exactly what a hormone is. So that's, if, if she was talking to me, I'd be a little lost maybe in the content if I'm her ideal client who's now in my 40s struggling with my hormones. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a perfect example. I think of a lot of people in the beauty industry too, that think the things that they're teaching on or that they, that they know are simple and that everybody else knows them. That's why I've seen people like Samantha Harmon, who's been on this podcast a couple of times too. She's blown up on social. She's got upwards of 250,000 followers based off of these very, very basic tutorials. But her ideal client is not me, the 20 year veteran stylist. Mm. So like if I'm, if I'm entertained by her content, that's cool. If I learn something, sure, but it's not for me. And so she continues to do those basic, easy to digest pieces of content that are hitting with people that they want to watch over and over. They want to share with people. So she's got her niche down. And so she knows how to show up and speak to those people. But in that same respect, as she's grown her business, I bet she would love some extra support inside her social to Mm -hmm. help, you know, kind of diversify how she's getting her shit out there. And that's why getting some help in these different departments is so amazing and why I've seen a big benefit of it, too. And again, back to the, the doing shit alone part. I have loved bouncing ideas off my account manager. I've loved being able to have you in my pocket to like chat with about ideas. Hey, do you think I should do this? Or, hey, I've got this much of a budget. And we were having this exact conversation this week. And so we wanted, we were like, how funny that we're doing this podcast today. I said, let's talk about that. Cause I'm not afraid to talk about where I'm at in my business. So, you know, I've got a set amount of money that I've put aside for podcast production and for now social. Um, I've had help with engagement in the past before when I really didn't have anywhere 
to send people. I didn't have like a quote unquote product or service other than my one-to-one coaching. And I had a okay results in the engagement department. Now engagement for the person doing it before looked like them DMing people through stories or commenting on stuff, kind of starting an actual conversation. And in this case, we've got kind of something similar going on along with posting and then and being in contact with anyone who's messaging me as well. And I love it. I think it just adds an extra hand into my business. And anybody who sees anybody at a high level working knows you have a team or assumes you have a team and a help. So I'm never, again, one to stand on a soapbox and say, I do this all by myself. Hell no. In fact, I'm like, look at all these people that help me do what I do. Because in reality, like, A, who wants to do everything themselves? You're, you're lying to yourself if you think that. You probably have just control freak issues, which I did struggle <laughs> with a bit. But you can't possibly love every part of the business. It's just, it's oh. going to, it's going to, if you're trying to grow or scale, you just can't do it all by yourself. So we were talking about the social media part of my stuff is looking really, really good. I've got a clear idea of how they've helped me brand stuff. And that part I was like kind of wrapping with her about maybe I can just keep this up for a few months and reallocate those social funds over mm-hmm. to the podcast. And we doubled down on getting more content from the podcast out, meaning having them create more graphics and audiograms and things to really help push the podcast. Cause that's where my focus is going into 2023. You all know the podcast course is launching. Um, so it's only smart that that's kind of maybe what I doubled down on. So we were just shooting ideas back and forth of ways that we could create more content off of the stuff I'm already doing from the podcast. Right. So, mm. you know, to me, that's invaluable to have you as a sounding board, to know that you're seeing what works for other people. So you've got a pulse on the industry. And then two, you know a lot about me, my personality, that I am consistent, and you're willing to give me the best advice based off of, you know, A, whether we continue working together. If you didn't think you could serve my needs, you'd pass me on to someone else that you know could. And and B, you're like, hey, here are two or three things I suggest. Let me think about it and we'll and we'll work forward on that. So, I mean, to anybody who's thinking about, you know, hiring any sort of help, what would you kind of, what like format would you give them to kind of rate where, where and when they start to need help in their business? So I think Jess, one of the things that I, I really believe is that when you get to the point where you outsource in your business, you need to think to yourself, like how would I use this time differently to make more money in my business? And that is the big thing for me where it's like, so I'll give you an example on my team. We've got Lorena, who's kind of like our integrator and Lorena is the best money I've ever spent. And when we hired her, we couldn't afford her. So it was one of those things where it was like a shot in the dark. We were like, we need this. I need this woman, but I, at this point don't even have the money to pay her. And we figured it out and we got scrappy and we, you know, we, we did what we had to do. And she has offered value in ways that are unspeakable. Like she manages everything. You know, Jess, you work really closely with her too. Like she is just the best of the best. But such a big piece of, of that was I had to think to myself, all the things Lorena was doing were things I was doing in the business. And so me chasing people for podcast episodes, me like asking people for, um, the contracts all the time, me doing all of these things that Lorena, like Lorena manages the whole podcast inside of our business right now. That was stuff I was doing. And we weren't even at the stage where like we are now, where we've probably tripled in terms of clients and podcasting clients. Wow. So I was doing all that in, with like a small number that if I was doing that now with the amount we have, I would be having a mental breakdown. Like this would just be the end. I would be hospitalized. But (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to say it lightly, like it was, it was getting bad. I was like, I was working a lot. 
So that was the the decision for me was like, you know, as business owners, when we pay someone else, we, we take it from ourselves, right? Like that's money that, you know, Jeff, I don't take lightly that the money you give me is directly from your own pocket. That's directly money that goes away from, you know, dinners with your son or a time that you get to spend with Scott. Like I don't, I don't take that lightly. And that's why when, if someone, we work together and you're like, Hey, I want to scale my package up or scale it down. Or I'm thinking like this, I'm like, of course, let's figure that out for you. Because I, I think that's the type of thing you want to, when you're looking for someone to invest with, you want someone who has your best interest at heart. I never, I always say, I never want to take money from people where it feels like a hostage situation. Like I never want people to feel like they're like locked in because I really want people to feel like lucky to pay us and like lucky that we're on their team. And so I think if you're in a spot where you're thinking about investing, the big thing I'm thinking is that you want to think about, will getting rid of this task create more opportunity for me to be making more money? And what's my plan to do so? So not just like, oh, I'm going to make more money if I like, you know, outsource all my podcast editing because you probably will if you take some time. But like, are you going to be prospecting? Like, are you going to be trying to find more leads? Are you going to spend that time networking? Are you going to spend that time taking on three extra clients? You're taking somebody off your wait list in? Like, those are the questions you need to ask yourself when you're making that space in your business that will make the ROI so much like cleaner because like I like, and not to to our own horns, but often I hear from clients like, oh my gosh, like you're so integral to our business because I couldn't never have done this myself or my social would never look like this. And now they get to sell more of what they're excited about selling. And I think, so if you're in that space where you're thinking about investing in your business, whether that be social or podcasting or anything, really Kajabi, anything, think about like how you might make more money in your business and how that will, will benefit you and your business long-term. Definitely. Well, Ironically, I was listening to a podcast this morning around Simon Sinek was on the Game Changer podcast with Molly, and he talked about creating more time. Or was that Rory Baden? Oh, I listened to two episodes. Rory Baden's <laughs> podcast. That's what it was. I was so, like, Simon he, Sinek, really? On creating I, time. Was really good, too. I listened to them back to back. I got them a little confused because they were both <laughs> so jam-packed with good shit. I was like in the gym, supposed to be working out, but I was like taking notes. Um Ooh. Yes, they were note-taking ones. But Rory Vane's one of my favorite people when it comes to like building a brand. Him and his wife are, are just, AJ, are just like incredible with the businesses mm-hmm. they've created and the things that they've done. But he talks a ton about how you can create more time. And literally, obviously, we know we can't create more minutes in the day or more hours in the day. But he talks a ton about doing things now that will create more time for yourself in the future. Mm-hmm. And podcasting is an example of that, right? Because there's no immediate return on investment unless you're already a high level, like, you know, celebrity of some sort that's going to have a massive following from the jump. If you are just old Tom, Dick or Harry off the street and you start, or Christina and Jessica, and you start a podcast, no one, no one really knows you. Like how are people going to, you know, listen to your shit? Or like when I write a book, who's going to, who's going to buy it if you don't have that huge community yet. And so it's, it's a long game that you start to play in order to create more time in the future of people growing awareness about you. So when you do have stuff to launch, it'll be that much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool what he was saying about automating and delegating things and how um, she asked him, Molly asked him about his inbox and how he must be so organized and inbox was probably always at zero and all these things. And he's like, no, I actually don't ever look at my inbox. Um, I have an assistant for that because I have so many other things that require my attention that are income producing or that are going to create more time for me in the future. And checking my emails is not one of them. And Mm. I literally had to stop for a second because he labeled these four different ways that you can be kind of a procrastinator or get in your own way or block that abundance of time. And 
that's where like it reminded me why I pay someone else to help me with my social media, why I pay someone to help me with the podcast. And I don't figure out in detail how to do it all by myself because I've watched you. You've done this exact example over the last couple of months is you've been on so many other people's podcasts. You've been creating your own content with your podcast, all things that you were probably taking that time to do the work you were doing before you hired Lorena, Mm -hmm. right? So you are doing the things you're now telling people to do. Like if you're going to shop things out and, and hire out, you best be using that time to figure out ways to promote yourself more or to talk about your business more or to grow. Uh, that's when you know it's the smart investment, right? A hundred percent. And honestly, like it's like Lorena and I've had this problem many times. And so this is the other thing I'll tell you about outsourcing is that it's hard to let go. Like, so if you're like, oh, I could never, like, I could never do that. Like, cause like I need that control. Jess is right. That's a you thing. Like you need to figure that out and you will never be happy with anybody's work until you can start to let go of some of that. Right. But Lorena, like, like I said, Lorena's the best in the best. I can't say enough good stuff about her, but the thing about Lorena is like, Lorena's a super quick worker. And so I'm also a quick worker. And so Lorena and I manage an inbox together. It's like our general hello at the social snippet email. And I was so used, it was my email, like at the beginning. So I was like, so used to it. And so I was like, okay, when we get an inquiry, you respond to the inquiry on my behalf and and then you book it in and like all of that stuff. And I was like, okay. And Lorena's like, great. And so then the first one comes in, I respond instantly and I book it. She's like, why did you do that? I'm like, oh, I have it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And it continued. Like I would get one at night. And I would respond at night while she's not working. Like it was constant. And then our mutual friend and mentor, Jim Carter, it was a mentor of mine, um, close friend of yours. And, you know, we did the session with Jim and I, I've never repeated this. So this is like hot, hot news. But Jim said to me, we did this thing where we went through our, our process with Jim and Jim said, Christina, you know, it doesn't look good that the CEO responds to emails instantly. Right. And I was like, oh, but I'm available for people. Right. I'm, I'm available. People, people like, will like that. I'm quick. Like, Oh, they'll like that. I'm available. And he's like, no people that doesn't give the right impression. Mm. And it means something so different when your teammate responds because it actually shows that you have so much more going on, which I did. Like I was responding and I was putting work that made more money for me aside because it was a quick, Oh, I can, I can just do this. And now I'm really staying out of it. I'm like really working on it. It's like a, I'm honestly like an email rehab. Like every once in a while, Lorena's like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. Should I respond to that one? Okay, I won't. Um, But a big piece of that was I had to realize where I was in my business and where I was in my outsourcing. And I had to be able to say like, okay, like I need to step into that CEO like shoe and I need to step out of this. Like I'm going to instantly respond to all of your emails space. Right. So, um, a little bit of a turn from what I was saying earlier, but something to think about. No, but it's so true. And I'm glad you're being so transparent about it. And I'm glad that you're also sharing that you went and got outside help to help you get to that point. Because again, it's always perspective. And for me as a coach, that's all I'm ever trying to do is shine a different perspective so that you can see your own way to get there. Like I'm mm-hmm. all about like helping guide, but it's sometimes just a perspective shift that we need. And you know, I think that's one of the gifts I do have. I don't toot my own horn often when it comes to coaching, but because I've had the experience of talking to various types of people over 22 years doing their hair, I have very wide perspective lenses and I can see things for what they are, not what people think they are. So, you know, when you get outside help from someone like Jim, who can just simply say to you, no, listen, like your perception of how this is, is not true. 
And, mm. and here's how it will look from the outside. But you're so in your business, you're like, no, 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 you don't understand. And having her step in and do that as herself, as your team, I love talking to her. I love actually knowing that I'm not bothering you because mm. I just assume you're so busy booking new clients and, you know, kicking ass and taking names. I'm happy to actually talk to her and, and have this be squared away and not have to bother you. And mm-hmm. I think that comes from a, a level of knowing what it's like to run a business for one. Um, so the respect level I have for you and what you're doing, but then also too, you know, I like having a direct bat line to her and not feeling bad that I'm reaching out because no, yeah. I'm, I'm paying for a service. I'm not paying for coaching and a service. So mm-hmm. I think it's nice to be able to talk to her and, and her be the podcast manager and all that. So just, we're just sharing stories with you guys. Cause I think a lot of this is valuable. So find yourself in, in some of these stories, because I know a lot of people listening are still in the doing a lot of stuff on their own and that's noble and it's bold and it's probably saving you money on the front end, but how is it not creating more income for your business in the long end? Mm. So you know, maybe just kind of process that, think about things that you maybe could delegate out or that you've had enough runway of you doing it a certain way, like your standard operating procedures that you could then show someone else how to do it really similarly to the way you've been doing, or be really open to it being better from someone younger, smarter, fresher. I don't know. Someone mm. with a different perspective that could take what you've already done and double down on it in a new way. Um, and I was just going to say, Jess, like, and anyone who's hesitating about this, like, and is like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't know. My clients, like, especially if you're client facing, you're doing a service based business, your best clients and your ideal clients are going to be the people who are happy for you. Yes. And they're going to be the people who are like excited for you. So even for me, originally when we started the social snippet, I had like, we had all the clients, me and Maria. So there was the two of us. We were like, we had at that point, uh, a year and a half ago, we had 10 clients, right? So it, like we've grown quite progressively, but it, there is not a world I would live in where I had 50 clients. Like I, like I would not be able to function. And though I have amazing relationships with all of our clients and I jump on calls with them when they need it, that's my job. Like it's more, I'm doing more and more coaching and connecting with people and just like facilitating. But I had to let go of some of these things and I had to let go of clients who I loved, who I would sit with every week and I would, I love their content. I love what, like Jess, like I would love to be your social media manager. I love what you're about. You do big things and like you're changing your industry. Like how amazing would it be to be a part of that directly? But I also trained amazing people to do this. And when I told my people, hey, I actually don't work with clients. Like I I need to step back from, I have one client that I continue to work with because I can't let them go. But everyone else, I'm like, I have to like take some steps. People were like, amazing. And the one client I have, when I post for him on a weekend, he's the first person to message me to relax. I went to the spa and I did a post for him and he was like, what is wrong with you? Get off your, like, and I was like, I'm just trying to move your business forward. And he was like, no, like this can wait. Right. So find yourself those. And I know that takes time in your business because you're going to attract some bad eggs and those are all for your growth and all for your learning, but find the people that are going to be amped that you're taking a step up and that they're going to like cheer you on from the sidelines because you're still providing an amazing service. Mm-hmm. Um, and are around for the growing pains of it? I can't tell you like, was it perfect? Have we like you know, retained every single client and it's been totally perfect. And we're just like, you know, little angel wings. Like, no, of course not. Like there have been clients we've lost along the way who haven't been happy with our service. Of course. Like we've had clients who have said to us like, oh, like, you know, I really liked working with Christina and like, that's who I want to work with. And I was like, I'm so sorry that we have to part ways. And like, that sucks, but I'm still cheering you on. Like, and I still keep in touch with them. Right. So I think it's also recognizing that like, you have to do the self work of like figuring out the outsourcing 
but also surround yourself around the people that are going to be excited for you. Yes. And if they're not, that's about them and not about you. Totally. And that can be a harsh reality of, of the business. Part of it is not everyone's going to be happy for your growth because frankly, not everybody likes change. Change intimidates people. It scares people. They like to know predictability and all the things, but any business that's doing well is growing and changing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you've got a good leader like yourself, like, you know, that you're only going to hire high quality people who you have vetted. And so that's the trust that you build with people when you do business with them is you just trust that they have somebody for you. That's why you were so excited. When I came on, you're like, I have the perfect person for you. You're going to love her. And you were right. I, it's the other Christina with a, with a C and, um, she's been amazing and we have a great relationship and no, she's not you, but she's, she's amazing. And, mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, this making this relatable to anybody in the beauty industry that's, you know, doing everything on their own, you know, this by if you've ever had an assistant and clients being like, that's nice, but I really, they'll make side comments. Like, I really love when you shampooed me better. or I like when you blow, blow dry my hair better. You know, clients are always going to be pushing you to do and give them more, you yeah. know, and there's very few clients that'll say, oh, I love when you never touch my hair during my appointment and charge me double. It's amazing. No, mm. that's rarely what you get, but when, when I've had the most successes, when I train my assistants to be, or be better than me and yeah. my clients don't even skip a beat and they're tipping them and me at the end of the service. Right. So there are ways that you can grow and expand your business while still giving really high level experiences to your clients. So whatever industry you're in, if you're listening to the show today, this is all just a conversation around using social media to build your business, growing community through whether it's podcasting or showing up yourself on social media the number one thing Christine and I both attribute any of our success to is consistency. Mm -hmm. It's not always about being the best. It's about being your best in Absolutely. that consistent way, right? <clears throat> Just because I wake up at 5 a.m. doesn't mean anybody else has to. That's literally the only time of the day that I can get any time to myself. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's why I do it, right? You will have to make things fit for you. Uh, so I never want to feel like this podcast is like a do it my way or else. It's really like you've got to sit down and figure out like what works for you. And if you love social media and you're listening to this and you're like, wow. So she started out, her and her friend had 10 clients. They started a business and now they have 50 and have grown an actual social media podcast agency. That sounds really fun and exciting. I wonder if I could do something like that. You know, that's when you reach out to someone like Christina and you're like, hey, can I hire you to teach me and tell me a few things? Because maybe I want to do this. You know, that's how I got into this was I, I got curious around people doing things that I thought would be fun and exciting and asking questions or investing in their programs or being a part of their courses. Even if I didn't really know what I was going to get out of it, I just had some interest around it and I leaned into it. And I think that's the magic of things we've watched in our entrepreneur space. You've probably seen a ton of people you know, kind of pivot and grow into spaces that they may have never thought that's what they wanted to do. Because I don't know that this was always your dream from, you know, high school years was being a social media agency. Oh my gosh, Jess, three <laughs> years ago, this wasn't my dream. Like I know, we, we shared a little bit of this on the last episode, but for yeah. anybody not listening, walk them through that story of how, because you didn't just wake up one day with a 50 person, you know, social media podcast agency. No, I like I spent the first like eight years of my career working in higher education. I worked at a university. I was a student conduct manager and a residence manager. So I like literally would like work with students, supporting them through their first year, through transition. Like that was like my jam. And I literally, Jess, if you had told me five years ago I was going to be an entrepreneur, I would have been like, you're so funny. Like that's so funny. And then yesterday I had lunch with a bunch of girls that I was like worked with in higher ed. 
and they were like, will you ever come back? And I was like, oh my God, like, please. Like if I come back, like something's happened. Like I like something bad's happened and I need the stability, but like, I'm like, I'm not going back. Um, but I loved it. I still loved it, loved it, loved it. But like, I, I felt a different calling. And so I was working in higher ed. I started doing freelance social as like a little bit of like an extra cash thing for an education company. And that worked with higher ed and it just blew up. Like we took on one client. I, I started working, doing my own coaching, like uh, leadership coaching. Cause that's my background. And it was like one thing after another, like, Oh, another client came in. Oh, this, this little referral. Like, and I begged Maria to do this with me. And Maria was like, no, no, I'm not interested. Like, and then she came around. I think, you know, God spoke to her and then she came. Uh, and, uh, we always tease, like, we're like, it was fate. And then it was like a new client almost every week like a new person, but we also did the work, right? Like just like, you know, this from your own work and like your amazing membership is like getting in front of new people, being on podcasts, attending masterminds, making big investments, like, and they don't have to be massive investments, but even something like your membership, right. That has like a nice low ticket to it, but has such high value. You have this amazing opportunity to meet all these amazing people who can transform your business, can transform your life. Um, like I'm in fast foundations. I'm very public about that, but like I've been in it for three rounds and there's not one day, not one day, Jess, that goes by where I don't talk to someone from FFM, like not one day. And that is such a gift, but it was because I, we put it out. So what I will say is if you have a dream on your heart, that's kind of like brewing, it's possible. And don't be afraid to ask someone who's doing it because I remember being so worried about asking this woman who owned a social media agency being like, okay, I can't keep going with these 10 clients. Like I'm burning out. Like I still was working full time. Like it was so much. And, um, I, I was so nervous about asking her and Maria was like, just go ask her. And her name's Marissa. Go ask Marissa. And I was like, okay. And so I asked Marissa out for lunch and Marissa was like, absolutely, please. I would love to. She shared all of her analytics documents with us. She shared contracts with us, like everything. Marissa just closed her agency down because she uh, is pursuing some other opportunities, gave us most of her clients. Wow. But that could have never happened without me just going to her being like, I would love to pay you for your time. Like, can I take you out for lunch? And it turned into this incredible opportunity that has paid both of us thousands, right? So wow. this is, that is the impact. I think if you have a dream, like don't be afraid to talk to people about it. What a great story to put a bow on this. I feel like you and I could always just sit and talk for like Years. 10 hours straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you just have that, which is why what you do is exactly what I feel like you should be doing because you need to be able to have that relatability and that connectable piece that you do have. But that story, you, you guys listening, I mean, that story, I could tell that story in eight different ways of ways I've shoved myself around people that I was a little like scared or intimidated or didn't feel I had the right maybe to ask for their time or to be around them or even pay to be in the rooms that they were curating. Like, but you do. And the worst thing you're going to get is, oh, sorry, I can't do that right now. Or no, I don't really have time for that. Cool. Well, the, what the next question isn't, okay, no worries. The next question is, do you know anybody you would refer me to? If you mm. don't have the time for it, could you refer me to somebody else that could Love maybe that. guide or mentor me? That's one of the biggest like gifts of a question I've been given was, Never take no for an answer. Hopefully they say no, not right now, or no, can we do this at a later date or something like that. But in the meantime, don't be afraid to ask that same person. No worries. That's, that's great. I, I'm sure you're super busy, but could you refer me to somebody I could talk to now? And that A shows them that you are dedicated and serious. And they probably come around because people want to help people. It's innate, innate 
innately in us to want to be the one to help somebody. Mm-hmm. So A, it might turn them around, make them say yes to you on the back end, or B, they'll pass you off to the right person who you probably should have talked to in the first place, but you just didn't even know about. So stay curious, ask questions, get around people. You know, Christina has a podcast out now where she brings on so many amazing entrepreneurs um, and talks about all kinds of cool shit that can help grow your business. She's an amazing interviewer. So you guys be sure to listen to her podcast as well as follow her on social And of course, plug, plug, tweet, tweet. If you need help with social and if you are starting to get your podcast out into the world and you don't want to figure out all the editing and whatnot, um, hire them for social. I use them. I love them. I trust them. And they've helped grow my podcast a ton. So that's all the plugs for now. You guys know you got to shout out the people that you love. Toot, toot. Um, And any, any parting words, what's inspiring you lately? What's encouraging you to like be more you or to like do more stuff for yourself? Uh, well, Jess, first, I just want to say thank you. Cause I don't want that to be lost. I appreciate like you, as much as I'm a cheerleader for you, you're a cheerleader for me and like, can't thank you enough. And if you reach out to us to work together or you listen to our podcast and by the way, build your digital community is my podcast. And the episode with Jess is in the top five. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Things are happening over there. Um, but just let me know that you came through Jess because any friend of Jess is a friend of mine. So I'm happy to connect with you. And in terms of what's inspiring me lately, it's certainly podcasts. And I would say what I'm actually finding the most exciting is listening to my friends podcasts. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to be like, you know, the big names, like spending that time, like supporting your friends, listening to their perspectives, growing with them is so meaningful. Uh, So if you have a friend or a dream for a podcast, like, you know, give them some support, give them a review, like, you know, spend some time with them in, in, in your ears. And so lately it's been, I've been feeling so encouraged by people like you, by Steve and Jeanette, by Marina, um, the FFM podcast that you've been doing and just really leaning into to kind of my network and listening to them. So good. Again, going back to what we said about nurturing your current either community or clientele or, or that kind of a circle that you have. It's not always about being the biggest, baddest in the numbers game. Like you said in the beginning, it's about really like connecting to the people who are resonating with you and who, you know, you share common, you know, interests and stuff with. So you guys, I hope you love this episode. Go follow Christina, tag us on social if this podcast resonated with you. Um, or if you know anybody who could could benefit from listening to this show, you know, you know, to do all the things. We really appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically.